0: You called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. the Bizzle. Oh, the Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, the Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle.
1: Alright, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, welcoming back uh, Jason Jimbo Ritter for one of three podcasts uh, that will all be released. Uh, it is currently Saturday, February 8th, um, and with the uh, re- pathetic release and the seeing by Jason of Birds of Prey, that is uh, going to be a quickie. We did a longer podcast, which I'll release about the state of the DC Universe on all the screens in general. And uh, Jason, as I welcome you in, um, we were going to finish that podcast talking about the Flash movie in in whether they would start with the Flashpoint story or start with sort of a secondary origin story and then do Flashpoint in a second movie or whatever. But since then, we've had major news about Flashpoint. And so you and I talked off mic. We said, you know what? Let's do another uh, quickie, a long quickie, talking about the Flashpoint story where you're going to explain what it is, why it's so famous, why it's so important, what it means for the universe, and then the news. Um, and then you guys can listen to sort of the longer podcast, uh, guys, which will be a numbered podcast, like 277 or something. Which is the sort of the state of the DC universe on all screens? Does that sound amenable to you, Jason? And welcome back as always.
0: All right, thank you. And if folks are going to get tired of me, I guess sorry. I'm in (laughs) a free podcast now.
1: Okay, so ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, uh, since uh, this will be released around the same time as the longer DC Universe slash you know Flash. Um, a podcast um, uh, You know I'm not sure which one Will come first and which way you'll listen um, But just to recap again We were very excited that it seemed like the Flash Movie was finally going to happen after all the directors And they got a good director and it seems like a great fit And we love Ezra Miller and he's still young So this hopefully will be a Multi-movie thing like with Gal and Jason Momoa and so forth so we are already Excited Jason um, But just to cast your mind back Before the Flashpoint news um, Which we're going to talk about and we're going to talk about flashpoint at that point we we, we had um, i think we had agreed that it, it that a sort of secondary origin you know powering up a barry allen and so forth smaller movie would come first uh, let's put it this way both that that would be what dc's decision would be and that we were cool with waiting till the second one to get flashpoint if i remember correctly
0: right i remember thinking that that would be the wise decision to do Right. That that would be the smart thing to do.
1: Right right although we were open to doing Flashpoint first and now we're excited about it But I just want to you know again just for Context guys it's February 8th It was about a week a week and a half ago that we did that one before The Flashpoint news so at that point we were cool with it Not being the first movie but Since then Jimbo we've received Some news so let us start with the news And then we're going to react to the news And then you are going to talk a little bit About what the hell Flashpoint is Why it's such a loved story but also Why this is going to be the thing that's going To allow them to bring all the characters from the different time periods together, I think, and that's probably part of the calculus. But first the news, Jimbo, go ahead. So
0: there's a prey writer. Chris- Christina Hodson uh, in the interview. Boo. Boo. Sorry. Alright. Uh, saying that this the flash movie will definitely be a flashpoint movie. So
1: So this is coming from the writer, is what you're saying. Yes. So this is my concern, dude, is that her script for Bumblebee was below average. Birds of Prey, you know, clearly based on your C minus, disliking of it and it doing poorly, is not being well received. As I've said to you, you know, and I think you would agree, everything good about Bumblebee was Haley Steinfeld in Bumblebee, right? But it wasn't a particularly inspired script, both in terms of the dialogue or the overall script, correct? Yeah. So why do they keep going back to Christina Hodson when she has not even put out, as far as I can see, an above-average script? And especially because she was originally attached to Batgirl, which they keep shelving indefinitely. Why are they sticking with this person?
0: Well, well you know how I would. Some people just fail upwards, I guess.
1: So do you think the writer mentioning it? I know she's the writer, but she's not the producer or the director or the heads of Warner
0: Brothers. Well, well, she said she also talked to the director about it, too. So it sounds that that's the direction they want to go. So officially, the
1: confirmation of all this was January 15th. So this must have been right after we recorded the first part, or else we just missed the news, right? Because this is three weeks ago yeah. already.
0: Well, I, I, I saw that, like, this week. That's when I saw it this week, was when I saw that news.
1: So they just had the big, you know, a
0: crossover, yearly crossover with the CW. Um, yeah, and and because of that, that sparked interest in this Flash movie again, so...
1: So describe um, how because normally it's completely separate between the TV shows and the movies. Describe how the the crisis on Infinite Earth where we get one episode, you know, from each of the main uh, shows, but they'll you know it's a big team up and they do it differently each year. It's normally pretty good. I think this year was good, not great. Would you say? I thought it was pretty good. They're usually Actually, really good.
0: Was- yeah, yeah. I thought it was better than last year's
1: crossover. So what did they do differently this year where they had actually a connection to the movies in a way that... Would t- and again, I haven't seen it. Let's assume most of the listeners haven't seen it.
0: All right. You just... All right, I'll just explain because it's only one Go. scene, so... Go. so Minor spoilers, guys, for Crisis. You've had plenty
1: of time to watch it. Go ahead, pal.
0: Yeah. Now you can easily watch it online, but anyways. uh, So Barry is... Going through time in the Speed Force, and he runs into Ezra Miller, for some reason is trapped in the Speed Force. So Ezra Miller was actually on television,
1: correct? Yes. Which is, we need um, to, hold on, we need to hone in on this. This is unprecedented. We've never had a major DC star from a film appear on television, as far as I know.
0: No. No. No, not in the air version. Was it
1: known that he was going to show up, and what was the reaction when he did show up?
0: Well, it was very... What I've heard is this was very hush-hush, and this was a direct order from the president of DC, I mean, of Warner Brothers, that they wanted Ezra Miller in the crossover. And let us be clear.
1: Considering it was from the president, and considering this was unprecedented, I have to say, Jimbo for all the rumors and the stuff that Christina Hudson and Ezra Miller have said over the past few months of all the stuff, his appearance in the CW is by far the clearest confirmation of a Flash movie. In fact, it's the only clear confirmation of the Flash movie. It's the only thing that I've seen or, or you know, or that's happened where I look at it as an outsider and say, there's no way the, the heads of DC would have made this happen other than to tell America that Ezra Miller is coming back and the movie's happening, right? That's a, that's a 100% confirmation.
0: Yeah. And, and it's telling people, get... Get pumped for a movie coming out soon. Can you just, because I do
1: like Grant Gustin, even though I think the Flash show has been not great for the last few years, um, can you tell, uh, tell us, with only minor spoilers or no spoilers, what the interaction was like? Not in terms of all the details, but it, just, like, how it was filmed, how the discussion went, like, did well, it work it was, within this sort of, hold on, did it work within the sort of CW vibe, or were they working in a little Snyder Weedon stuff as well, because that's what we've gotten with the Flash so far?
0: There was a bit of Snyder Whedon cut, but he was in Star... It, the set was inside, I guess, like Star Labs or something. And... Okay, and why was he there? Um, That's a good question, because he's asking, where is this? And he doesn't know where he is, and then he says... And, of course, Grant's Flash tells him that he, he's the, also the Flash... Which I had to remember if they actually call him the Flash in the movie. Hmm. Which they don't. They do not call him the Flash at all in Justice League. All they do is yell Barry all the time. Sure. So in terms of...
1: In terms one sec, in terms of the flash movie like I said this is the 100 percent confirmation that it's happening and that it's a priority but in terms of flashpoint which we're going to get into the actual story man this also means that this event could happen before the movie this ha- could event this event could happen in the beginning of the movie this event could happen in the middle I mean this could, event could happen anywhere or it could it just could be a separate adventure because remember remember how we talked in the Justice League commentary that we liked that Ezra Miller as the flash in this portrayal of justice league was just coming into his power he wasn't like season three Grant gustin and so this running into you know earth one or whatever flash with Grant gustin might just be a separate thing of him experimenting with the speed force and boom he ends up there
0: or he accidentally got stuck in the speed force for some reason
1: So do you, let me ask you this question directly. Do you think that this will be referenced, either happen or be referenced, this event from Crisis in the movie? Or this is just a straight up tease slash confirmation of of the Flash movie? It
0: it sounds like it will be referenced because apparently they did talk to Christina Hodgson, the director for The Flash, before they did this.
1: I'm telling you, before this is over, Christina Hodgson will at least be getting a more veteran DC person, whether it's Jeff Johns, or they bring in Jim Lee, who's now with them. They are definitely bringing in a DC Comics or multiple DC Comics veterans, especially with something as confusing as Flashpoint. No offense to Christina Hodgson you know, but she doesn't really seem to get the properties. She didn't, I mean, well, let's put it this way. Bumblebee actually, even though it wasn't greatly written, most fans were like, finally we got a Transformers movie that feels like a Transformers movie. So I will give her credit for making that movie feel like a Transformers movie. And would you say, though, uh, as bad as Birds of Prey is doing and as much as you didn't like it, did it at least feel like a Harley Quinn movie or was it off tonally as well and didn't even feel like a Harley Quinn movie? Because that's important whether she gets the DC Comics it was, vibes or not. It,
0: it felt like Harley Quinn and her Birds of Prey friends. But just in terms of the
1: writing and the dialogue of Harley Quinn, the character, did this feel like Harley Quinn from before? Or did this feel like someone that looked like Harley Quinn and was played by Margot Robbie, but not feeling like the same way, you know, uh, Wonder Woman has been portrayed differently, has been problematic, you know, and the various Batmans have been very different um, and so forth.
0: it It felt like the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. And, and then there was also some things that I questioned, but that's about it.
1: <laughs> okay, um, you're not really getting to my question, but maybe it's a difficult one. I'm talking about yeah, well, whether she gets okay. the it DC like vibe. Totally Did this feel... Did this feel, did this movie, one sec, Jason, did this movie overall, forget the individual things and the stuff you didn't like, which was most of it, did this feel like a DC Comics film, or did it feel like a weird film where people were dressed up like DC Comics characters?
0: Felt like, it felt like a DC comic film. Now let me ask you this, when you first saw
1: Suicide Squad, did that feel like a DC Comics film? Yes. Okay. Okay, so even if people hate Suicide Squad and or Birds of Prey, they're at least feeling like, let's be honest, part of the Batverse, I think, right?
0: I think it's, I think it is.
1: I mean, like the killing joke, you know, kind of part of the Batverse. Yeah. Which we do not love, but is, you know, is something there, Um, and, and so forth. Um, Now, now something that's interesting, man, is whether this corner of the Batverse, even with Birds of Prey and even with Suicide Squad, it's very possible that starting in the first Flash movie with Flashpoint, that this will actually be way more connected to the Batverse because of how Justice League was set up with the characters, right?
0: Right. Right. Because there there is something going around, like a synopsis that supposedly in the movie is going to change. They want to make it work flashpoint is going to be like he's going to change time and there will be there will be no justice league in this flashpoint world and stuff like that so it's going to be very different from the comics
1: so just a few pieces of information here so ezra of course being ezra miller super stoked about everything was immediately on board to for the tv role which let's be honest man a lot of film stars will not do television unless it's their own television show, like Claire Danes or Glenn Close or something. Um, they won't just appear on a TV show. So that's huge in itself. Um, the uh, the showrunner for Crisis Mark Guggenheim said that he was in constant Contact with Jim Lee So this is more confirmation that they're ensconcing Jim Lee into the creative process And so like I said I would be shocked If he was not involved with Flashpoint The next headline though is that Flashpoint Will be different than the comics So why don't we dive in Give us a synopsis of what Flashpoint Is both in terms of the Flash comics And the wider DC universe And then we'll go into speculation About what will be similar and what will be different but Jason, let's assume our our fans are only vaguely familiar with with the Flash as a character. Maybe on TV. Maybe they saw Justice League. Maybe they've read a few comics. And explain what makes Flash so epic. Uh, Flashpoint so epic and so special. And then we'll go into
0: speculation from there. All right. So the main plot is Barry Allen, aka the Flash, goes back in time to save his mother from being killed by Ivar e- e- Font. P- 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 on aka reverse flash
1: for which in both the two really quick for in both the tv show and the movie and a lot of the comics his dad has been framed as an in jail for this thing
0: yeah but because of that his world has changed thomas wayne is batman and wonder woman and aquaman are at war and this is in which portrayal this is in
1: flashpoint In in the comics yes So you're telling me that they've already set up in the comics that the center of attention outside of Flash is Wonder Woman and Aquaman, who are two other big film stars. This is all coming together. Wow. Yep. Honestly, Jason, real quick, if I had known what you just said, I would have actually, uh, if I did my research last time, I would have said they're definitely starting with Flashpoint because they've already set up Aquaman and Wonder Woman as their tent poles. Go ahead.
0: And Cyborg is working with, with the U.S. government to try to stop the war.
1: Sure, and I love I mean, Cyborg, and I hope Ray Fisher comes back. But let's be honest, the two they had to get involved immediately um, was Aquaman, who's in the quote-unquote present, and Diana, who's in the 80s, as far as we know. And we think Battenson's going to be like in the
0: 90s or early 2000s, right? Yeah, and I, th- I think they're going to break him in as- at the end because at the end of the story, Barry delivers a. T- Bruce a note from his father so that's probably going to be the scene with him uh, and Um,
1: do you mind if I give a little uh, summation of this whole thing sure so flashpoint is 2011 comic book uh crossover story arc um so there are limited series tie-ins all the stuff you get used to with 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 comic books and it led man into the new 52 but i was not actually part of the new 52 we'll maybe get back to that it's an altered dc universe in which only barry allen is aware of the significant differences between the regular timeline and the altered timeline including cyborg's place as a world's quintessential hero much like superman in the same timeline in addition thomas wayne is batman a war between wonder woman and Aquaman has de- decimated Western Europe because, dude, this is what I've been saying from the beginning: is as the two mythical characters with similar power sets, the Gyrids going against the Atlanteans would be glorious. and I think we're gonna get it. Maybe not in this movie, but w- this is turning into what it looks like a mo- uh, a multi movie crossover, which is what they tried to do with BVS and Justice League. But this is actually gonna work much better now that the characters are established.
0: Yeah, like like I've been telling you this is this will be their days of future past. Isn't it amazing that
1: with, with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Batman, it, it could be actually Ezra Miller's Flash that ends up being like he is in Justice League. He's the heart of the team. It, in terms of the movies, it's amazing that what launches the next series, next phase of DC and the eventual team-up is the Flash. Is, is, uh, no, I mean, let's be honest, dude. No one would have predicted this even six months or a year
0: ago, right? No, but we've been fretting about Flashpoint. For a while though, so I was kind of not surprised about when they officially announced it though. So my other worry about
1: Christina Hodson is the following: is you know, you know, there's obviously even if you're just a cursory fan of comic book movies, you know, there's been a million flash directors coming in and out, right? And there's only three reasons that I think. The directors are constantly leaving And you can critique these Or give me more The three reasons that possibly The directors kept leaving Are the following A... Ezra Miller. I give that a zero percent chance of being the reason because everyone likes him on and off screen. He's a massive talent. He already is a better actor than Gal or Jason Momoa, and so and way younger. You know, so him and Pattinson are the ones that are going to go the longest if these go well. He might even go longer because he's younger and arguably a better actor. I mean, you know, I don't know if Pattinson's ever going to win or get nominated for an Oscar. Ezra Miller has that kind of talent, even though he's not always in the best movies, but the great ones he's in, he's great in. So I give that a zero percent chance of recent directors leaving. Do you agree with that? I agree. I, I agree. Okay. That. The second reason is just DCWB being a constant mess, even though in the last year or two between Diana and Wonder Woman and the Aquaman franchise, it seems to have turned around. But there have been directors who have left Man since the movies have been starting to turn around. So, uh, in terms of DC just being a mess um, or unpredictable, um, I would give it a 50 50 chance that that was one of or the main reasons directors were, were coming in and out.
0: Uh, That 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 has been true. That's one of the reasons why Rick Emily you left. That and because Jeff Johns kept trying to tell him how to do the movie.
1: And, dude, the final reason that I think is the main thing, and you know where I'm going to go with this, and I can't believe she's still on the project, but it seems indisputable, I think the main reason directors kept leaving is because they refused to get rid of Christina Hodgson, and they're looking, you know, let's let's put it this way. These directors, if they wanted to, would be able to see the Birds of Prey script six months or 12 uh, months ago, and they saw Bumblebee, which was really well directed by Travis Knight, and Haley Steinfeld was amazing, even John Cena was great in it, Um, but the script was clearly below average. They keep giving her you know, stuff, even though her stuff is average or below, my feeling is, dude, and I, I, this happened with the Solo film as well, you know, it, that it came out that, you know, one of the reasons um they got rid of Lord and Miller and brought in Ron Howard wasn't just that Alden Ehrenreich was unhappy, but that uh Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens and was writing Solo with his son, were very unhappy with the direction, and that was ultimately why they were fired. And... In that case, it was a great decision. And the, the the director they have, man, I'm very happy with how it happened. And none of the directors they lost, whether they were anonymous or really famous old school guys, I was very excited about. So I'm pumped with who they landed with and like Travis Knight and Bumblebee Man a great director can overcome and I, I think for sure if they're, look Matt Reeves, even Matt Reeves and James Wan and Patty Jenkins are working with some of the upper DC people and the mo- this movie's too far out with 2022 but you have to agree that, th- that this movie needs senior DC people and it's probably going to get it and it's not just going to be Christina Hodson. agree or disagree I
0: agree, but she wasn't always on the project. She, I think she was... No, she was added, Birds of Prey and Batgirl, and then they added her to the Flash project. Yeah, but I think they added her maybe, like, the end of last year, maybe, I think it was. I'm thinking. Because they got rid of the, uh... Because, originally, it was written by the Far From home, the. Spider-Man: Homecoming guys, and then they left because they realized that Ezra mill didn't want to do a a light comedy movie.
1: Yeah, he needs the John Sweden um, subtle, uh, you know, uh, less goofy than Spider-Man, um, but in a similar vein. Um, uh, self-deprecating um, even a little third, uh, fourth wall breaking as Spidey is um, at times when it's appropriate but also with a great heart and ultimately that was the Laura Miller thing with Solo Man was they were turning it into like a goofy buddy comedy and nobody was happy about that but the movie ended up still being really funny really funny Um, and, and so I think that's yeah. what's going on here and I think that's what you're saying yep
0: um, uh, of no, course there are There's another rumor that also came out about the Flash movie this week that I saw that potentially they were talking to, apparently uh, the director was talking to Joe Maganella this week, who in the universe we know as Deathstroke. And he is a part of Flashpoint. So. Yes,
1: yes, you're a huge Deathstroke fan, and we saw him for three seconds. And he's a great yeah, character yes, actor. So
0: we, hold on, hold on. We hope
1: that this works out, and we want a lot of Deathstroke. And he'll definitely be better than Deathstroke on, on Arrow, who I found very, very annoying. Um, and this seems like this is going to be one of those side bad guys that is for sure going to happen. But let's be clear: there's nothing in writing at this point.
0: Yeah, but Deathstroke is arming a, arming a, a army i guess like a navy almost of ships to try to attack the atlanteans in the comics so
1: okay so there's a lot of stuff that going into flashpoint i'm going to ask you a number of questions about how this is going to go into the movie and we'll do a deep dive lore maybe i'll read the comic um series and then we'll do a straight up lore comic book podcast on this uh, in the near future but let me ask you some straight questions about the movie at this point all right you ready Yep. Is it possible that this is actually the first of a two or even three part flash? A movie series and that they're going to straight up do a flash trilogy from the beginning involving flashpoint because there are so many moving parts but this is also the thing that's going to bring together the characters that we love already or that we're going to love with pattinson and bring them together is it possible this is going to take two or three movies and be a constant part of the flash movie series my feeling is that it, it, there's a 50 50 chance of that but i think that would be a smart idea your thoughts it could happen like, could they, I mean, is it possible that they can resolve between it and the following in the third Wonder Woman movie and the second Aquaman movie, can they resolve all the Flashpoint stuff between that and then go back to other Flash adventures? Or do you think it's going to span more than a year and a half of, of films?
0: I mean, you could, I mean, if they, if they wanted to make Flashpoint the whole trilogy, I mean... He could, I guess. What's cause... the
1: percentage of that happening, and then what, what are your feelings about that happening? So what's the percentage of two or three Flashpoint movies to start the Flash franchise? Because let's be honest, Ezra Miller is still super young, and so him doing three, four, five movies of people like him is very, 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 very doable, just like people would keep taking Captain America movies if they wanted to do it. I mean, a whole
0: trilogy based on the Flash, Or two, or series? even two. Even two. Um, two's very likely... Uh, three, um, like, not, I'm not thinking that's very likely for them to do three based off of the Flashpoint series, but that's me talking.
1: (laughs) So, let me ask you this, um... Do we think that, rather than multiple Flashpoint Flash movies, that, in fact, Wonder Woman 3 and or Aquaman 2 will be dealing with Flashpoint in their movies, in their universes, even though, obviously, Gal and Momoa
0: will be the leads? I mean, they could... It says it right Um, here, and you said it. In the comics, those are the characters. I'm, I'm just saying they could. Yeah. I mean, I mean, technically, you could do it. I mean... in the comics should they uh is
1: this is this the smarter and cooler team up than we got before now that we know these characters it's it's just like in the comics to to have two or three or four dc comics almost like let's be honest almost like the let's the comparison here is cw crossovers to do essentially a crisis on infinite earth or whatever but with flashpoint in the major movies i think is great because again Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa and Amber Heard are very charismatic, but I don't think they have the acting chops to do a million movies, and so them being brought into the Flashpoint situation, especially if it all leads back to Batman eventually, where I do think that Pattinson along with Ezra Miller have the longest lifespan in terms of number of movies in their universes. So do you agree with me that, that best case scenario, that could actually be the best way to get the team together, but also the coolest way? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. So just in terms of time, just in terms of time, um, at the moment they have the Flash and Aquaman in 2022, but they have the Flash first, and the next Wonder Woman movie will probably be 2023. So going from the Flash to Aquaman 2 to to Wonder Woman 3 in like a year to a year and a half, they could totally pull off a three-part Flashpoint thing involving those characters.
0: Yeah, I think they can. I think they can, they, I mean that, that you can pull that off because, I mean you could deal with that, and then maybe Aquaman too could, could deal with the repercussions of Flashpoint too, because mm-hmm. they they could change some stuff in his universe, like, maybe certain actors won't be playing certain roles or something like that. If they don't want to play him anymore or something. All right. Well,
1: in the interest of keeping this a quickie, because I now have three podcasts to edit with the two of us, I'm going to give my final thoughts, which is, you know, I'm never going to be, let me put it this way. Not only will I never be fully happy with DC films until we get Barbara Gordon, but I won't fully trust DC films until we get Barbara Gordon, because as I've said ad nauseum, she's definitely the most popular and the most screen-ready character in DC that's not Batman, and she's directly related to Batman. So until we get the triumvirate man of Robin, Batgirl, and Batman, I'm not going to be fully happy nor fully trust them. But I will say, the the Battenson project, and by the way, dude, the no news is good news coming out of Batman other than Casting is exactly what we want. The fact that we get a casting announcement every few months and no other news means that it's going great. Robert Pattinson is eccentric And he's going to say some weird stuff But you can just ignore it Because unlike Ben Affleck, Pattinson is sort of an intellectual And that's where his weird comments are from Ben Affleck's coming from all his personal problems And demons that he's dealing with Pattinson's just sort of an eccentric literary um, intel- uh, Intellectual And that's where his occasional weird comments come from But other than that, that movie Even more than anything we've seen With Wonder Woman and so forth Is on total lockdown and is great So between Pattinson and Ezra Miller Flash and the commitment to that, I, I have more faith And I'm going to be patient with Batgirl And, and I, I, I feel more confident But dude, as of November They're saying that Christina Hudson's going to write Batgirl After The Flash And so it's possible she writes a shitty Flash script And then before we even see The Flash We get a shitty Batgirl script And so that is making me really, really, really nervous That's the one negative downside So you, let me give you final thoughts on all this And we'll do a, uh, we'll do a Flashpoint um, Comic Book Club uh, Coming up soon
0: Alright. Go ahead, final your well, final thoughts. Um yeah, my takeaway from this is I really hope the Flash can happen. I mean, you can do so many cool things with the Flash, obviously, with time travel and stuff. I mean he he's like ready for a big screen movie. And if they if you get maybe the great writer to pair up with Christina Hodgson, this movie will make bank. No doubt about it. So I'm really hoping it's going to do good and i mean if they do it well this movie flashpoint will probably make data future past levels of excitement and amazingness well
1: i'm a little nervous about that particular um uh comparison because not only was that the best written movie of all the new x-men movies but you also had the entire old cast which people love Um, and so that your particular comparison, it makes me a little nervous.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say comparative of like greatness, but maybe like, maybe like how much it might make maybe.
1: Well, I'm happy to report to you that Flashpoint is free on Comixology right now. So dude, as of right now, I'm downloading Flashpoint for free onto my iPad. And so I want to propose to you that our next podcast be a Flashpoint comic book club. What, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I have the comic. I bought it a few years ago, so I have it.
1: Are, are you down to, um, are you down to do a, uh, a thing on it?
0: Yeah, we'll be, I'll be down to it. I'll I'll do that and finish The Witcher, and then I can't believe you we'll still finished The Witcher,
1: but whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know, I'm bad, but I had to sacrifice my my Witcher watch to go to a loathsome theater to review Birds of Prey for the fans.
1: Okay, so if I'm gonna read the Flashpoint comic and in, in, for like a week or two from now, you better be done The Witcher by then. No more excuses. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I'll, Unless I'll, I'll, you I'll, can just tell me if you hate it. If you hate it, you can just stop watching it. I won't be offended. I, I don't hate it. I just,
0: you know, I gotta, you're not a gotta, fantasy gotta, guy. That's not your main thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't binge it because I got to retain. Sure. I got to. I got to think about what I watched. Understood. Understood. Understood.
1: Well, thank you so much, man. I think the order of this is going to be, uh, the the Birds of Prey will be immediately. Um, and then. I'll probably release this actually first And then the longer DCEU uh, Podcast So guys if you've listened to these two quickies I hope you've enjoyed it Definitely check out our State of the DCEU Do keep in mind that Flashpoint seemed imminent When we recorded that But not imminent for the first movie as much as now But certainly the Flash movie was confirmed We talk a lot about CW And all different types of DC stuff So that's a deeper dive into the DC universe But just keep in mind that At that point three weeks ago or whatever We thought Flashpoint would make Maybe be the second movie but other than that everything still still holds so all right any final thoughts about dc right now the future is looking bright 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 my friends oh wonder woman um do, do you think it's smart they keep releasing cool trailers but they're not they're waiting to market the shit out of it because dude that was the strategy for the first movie and it worked well you to got, not put the yeah, full push gotta, until the,
0: you gotta when, hit you gotta hit them um, when, when the movie's about to come out and you know, they smart. We did put a little bit of Wonder Woman in the Super Bowl, so it's still on people's mind yet. So,
1: so all right, dude. Well, thank you for being on. Can't wait uh, till we do this again. Thank you, Bizzlecast listeners. Check out our other podcasts. Um, uh, uh, we appreciate you joining us. May the force be with you. But for now, the Bizzlecast is out.